Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally Show, sharing God's prescription for total health in spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and total health coach. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. In this exclusive interview, I had the opportunity to interview award-winning author and stage four cancer survivor, Jenny Brandt. She shares her personal story of how her cancer diagnosis sent her on a quest to discover what caused a health nut to contract a deadly and aggressive form of breast cancer. What she found may surprise and inspire you. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show, award-winning author, and stage four cancer survivor, Jenny Brandt. Thanks. Oh, I am so excited and so looking forward to our interview on today. And before we get into the show, I usually open up with an icebreaker question. So if you could let our guests know, what are you doing in your life right now that is simply rocking your world naturally? I have been rocking my world naturally for the past five years since my cancer diagnosis. I've learned how to make healthy meals. I've gotten the habit of making a healthy smoothie every day with superfoods. I use essential oils, and I'm learning how to lower my toxic load. So I'm just into all kinds of things that help to build health in our bodies. Oh, Jenny, as you're saying those things, you're speaking my love language right now. You're talking about smoothies, essential oils, all of those things are just so wonderful when it comes down to maintaining our health. They can be very powerful because they help the body to heal. There's so many ways that our body heals when we do the right things. Oh, and I think that that's so key. And you just said something so powerful that so many individuals don't really know that the body, you know, was created by God to heal itself when we give it, you know, the right things. That's right. It's the way God created it with self-healing mechanisms. And I didn't learn until I went through the cancer journey how many self-healing mechanisms there are in our body. There are main ones, and there are just thousands of other ones. And it's just the way God created our body with a bent on healing. Everything in the body was created with this innate ability to heal. But again, we have to do the right things for our body to work as God intended. And so, Jenny, just as you're you're sharing um, these truths with our listeners, can you share how you actually started on this path to finding out that there were many methods or mechanisms within the body to heal? What was your journey like, and and what did that actually? Um, what took place to, to start you off on that path? 
Well, to be perfectly honest, I started to study more about nutrition and how the body works when my dad was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And before that, both of my parents had gotten cancer. So I was already kind of going in this direction. But when my mother was diagnosed with cancer, and right after she died, four months later, I was also diagnosed with cancer. I was determined that no stone would be unturned. In my journey and my quest to find out how someone like me who was on a healthy journey got cancer, And I also wanted to find out what I could do to help my doctors to beat my cancer because the cancer patient can have a powerful impact on their own journey. Mm. So it was through helping out your parents and the health challenges that they were facing that kind of prepped you and prepared you for what you were going to experience in your own personal life. Right, and I had no idea that cancer would come my way. Here I was trying not to get it, and I got it. And that's why I was so shocked when the first week the doctor told me, yes, it's cancer. And the next week, oh, it's not just cancer, it's aggressive. Nobody wants to hear that. And then a few weeks later, they shared with me the results of my MRI, and the doctor looked at me and said, it appears it's in your lymph nodes and in other places in your body. And I, I mean, that just humbled me to the ground because I just didn't understand how such a thing could happen. But it began this quest in me to discover because I knew some things already. There were three or four things I already knew about how the body worked, but I realized I need to look deeper at those. And then there were some I discovered that I did not know at all. Hmm. And so when your your doctors, they gave you the report that cancer was present in your body, how did your faith play a role in what you were experiencing, Jenny? Well, I have to be honest with you. At first, I really, really struggled with it. And at first, I just didn't understand how a health nut like me, not that I was perfect, but I didn't understand how someone who was trying not to get cancer can get cancer. But the more I studied and the more I realized, it really strengthened my faith to know that God created our body, as we said, with all these self-healing mechanisms. And the more I learned, the more I discovered that there were things I was doing as a committed Christian that were contributing to my getting cancer. Mm. And once I discovered those things, you know, I have to be honest with you, I didn't want to write a book. And when the hospital chaplain suggested, because I was an author and speaker, that I write about my journey to help others, I looked at him and I said, no, I don't want this gift and I don't want to talk about cancer. Mm. But the more I learned, the more I realized All these other people out there, you, me, my neighbors, my friends, people I don't even know that I'm concerned about, they don't, we just don't realize what we're doing that's helping to cause so much cancer Mm -hmm. in our culture. And I wanted people to be able to benefit from all the research I had done so other people wouldn't have to go down this road. The main reason I wrote my book, Unleash Your God-Given Healing, is I don't want people to have to go through the cancer journey. Prevention is really and truthfully 
the main reason that I put it down in words so that others could benefit and learn from my mistakes. Yes. And so as you were sharing that, Jenny, you said that you discovered that there were things that you were doing that were impacting your health that contributed to what you were experiencing in your body. So what were some of the things that you discovered um, that you were doing that contributed to the health challenge that you were facing uh, with the cancer? Well, one of the main things that contributed to my issues was, believe it or not, my emotions. Mm. Emotions can either drive cancer or emotions can promote healing. And even though I was a committed Christian, 15 years of caring for both my parents and my in-laws as they all passed on to glory, we barely had a break from the care from the caregiving and the grief of watching them suffer was more than I could bear. Oh, they graduated to heaven, all four of them, gracefully and wonderfully, and we were we were so elated about that. But watching them suffer, my dad losing his mind, my mom to cancer, my other my mother-in-law to cancer, my father-in-law to heart disease, it was just more than we could bear. And that long-term grief, mm. I didn't know this, but it can absolutely disable your immune system. It can suppress it. And if it's on a short period of time, that might be okay, but 15 years was a bit long to be constantly grieving over these parents that we loved so much. Yes, and I think that that is such a integral part of our health that we don't really talk about that mind-body-soul connection because what affects us in our emotions, as you shared, Jenny, that if it is something that is continually prolonged in our life, then sooner or later, it's going to manifest in our physical body in some way or another, whether it's aches, whether it's pains, whether it's a chronic illness, that it does impact on our health on a level that we may not be aware of. That's right. And, you know, God gives us so many wonderful, positive emotions and things we can do promote healing in our body and you know people don't realize that laughter is in the bible and laughter promotes healing in the body praying promotes healing in the body um turning our concerns over to god when we pray meditating on his word promotes healing in the body so i have several chapters in my book on the ways that God gives us to be able to handle our emotions. But if we get caught up in hate, mm. if we get caught up in resentment, if we get caught up with anger and it's constant, that in and of itself can destroy our health. Mm. And you hit on such a, a, a good point there. If we have any kind of anger or resentment, um, even bitterness or unforgiveness. I believe that there was a scripture in the Psalms that talks about that 
when we're holding these things in, when we keep silence, when we don't talk about these things, when we don't address or deal these things, that they become as rottenness to our bones. So people that might have joint pains or even, you know, bone cancers, those are things that can manifest on the physical level because there are some things that have not been addressed, whether it's on the emotional level as well as within our spirit and I think that's why it's so important that we go to God in prayer and read his word every day because that keeps us on the right track it's just so important that we praise his name even singing Mm -hmm. promotes in the body even Dancing can promote healing in the body. So there are so many spiritual tools and so many gifts that God gives us that helps to promote healing in the body. And I had to learn to dwell more on those and not to live in sorrow all the time. I mean, it was I was like in a grief cycle I couldn't get out of. And, you know, as Christians, we're not meant to live that way. Even though I was doing some things, there are more things I could have done so that my body would promote healing instead of constantly being in that state of grief. Wow. And so out of your experience, Jenny, out of your pain, um, the Lord has graced you and, and blessed you to be able to write your newest book, which is Unleash Your God-Given Healing, Eight Steps to Prevent and Survive Cancer. And so are there any particular steps within that book that you've written that you'd like to share with our listeners on today or what one has been most impactful to you in your life? Well, I have to say that, you know, one of those steps is definitely exercise. And I used exercise from the first moment I was diagnosed. When I came home and told my husband, he threw his arms around me and he prayed for wisdom and for healing. And we went out and we took a walk. Mm. And we have the habit of walking every day. And that helps to relieve a lot of stress. But it also does so many wonderful things to promote healing in the body. And then when it came time for the first surgery, and I had a 100 stitches Mm. that my body had to recover from, I went back to my room and I had more medical apparatus attached to my body than I knew what to do with. And I looked at that nurse and I said, what do I have to do to shed some of this, especially this catheter? And he said, if you can walk four rounds of the hospital floor by four, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, I will take out the catheter. Mm. And so I got up that morning. I was ready to go. Instead of four laps, I walked two miles mm-hmm. that day on the hospital floor. And in the middle of it, that nurse calls my surgeon and says, Mrs. Brandt has already walked a mile. It's 18 laps she's done, and she's keeping on going. Should I stop her? And she said, as long as she has the energy and the balance, you let her go. It'll only promote healing in her body. It lessened the chance of blood clots. It pumped out the anesthesia. It did so many things for my body, and I was to go home the next day with these tubes that were coming from my breast to drain from the surgery, yes. and we were going to have to go 
babysit those tubes for two weeks. Mm. That doctor that afternoon removed all those tubes. She said, I've never done this before, but your body has already taken care of the drainage because of the exercise. So it just, exercise is so important, and I did it by instinct. It was like God was just guiding me in a natural way to get up and walk, and it promoted healing in my body and got me released early. And then it was time for chemotherapy. And not only did I hydrate before and after and all during chemotherapy, extra hydration included, which is one of my steps, but I also walked two miles before each chemotherapy, and they my chemotherapy was eight hours long, mm. and then I walked two miles afterwards. Mm. And what was interesting was, after the chemo was over, and I did so well, my doctors looked at me and said, have you seen the new research from Australia with all the cancer entities coming together to say that exercise is the best thing a cancer patient can do at every point of treatment and every time during the journey? because it promotes healing. What the doctors didn't know when I walked before and after chemo, that that wasn't being recommended at the time. But by the time it was over, they said, look, here's research to back up what you did by instinct. And now that's what they're telling cancer patients to do. When they get chemotherapy, they don't want them to necessarily... Now, if they're sick to their stomach, they may have to lay down until they can get up, okay? But if they're not sick to their stomach with, with being nauseous, It's best for them to move and then sleep at night, of course, to to rest and and recuperate. But it's really not best for a cancer patient with chemotherapy to go home and lounge in the chair for the whole week. Mm. It's better for them to get up and move during the day. I think that is such a powerful, powerful testimony, Jenny. You know, the fact that you were in the hospital the doctor says if you can walk four laps and God empowered you to walk two miles, that is absolutely incredible. Knowing that taking that walk, getting that movement in your body, as you said, it would help to detox, cleanse, strengthen, and build you up to the point to where you know, the tubes were removed all because you um, were led to take that step one after the other to exercise to get your body well again. It is amazing, but the exercise did not stop there. Uh, Once the chemotherapy was uh, over, it was time for me to start taking a chemo by mouth, by, by pill, which is an estrogen blocking pill. And I had to do that for five years and that does a lot has a lot of side effects but it also um one of the main side effects is it kills your bone density Mm. because your body needs estrogen for those bones to be strong and healthy and so the whole time that was lowering my bone density i was building it back up with exercise so by the time i finished taking the pill which is just just recently They did my bone density scan, which took a big hit after chemo and a big hit after taking the the pill after the first few years. I had built it back up to where it was before. Wow. So exercise helped me to regain what I had lost in that by taking that chemotherapy by mouth. 
And I think it's just so impactful that you're sharing just how crucial exercise is before, during, and after treatments because you don't really hear that so much from, I've never really heard anyone promoting it in the manner in which you're promoting it, Jenny. And because you've lived it personally, the scientific research, you know, has backed that up. But I've never heard anyone promote it as much as you have because it is so impactful to the health journey. You know, it's so important. But let me tell you this. I found when when COVID came around, you know, after I finished chemotherapy about five years ago, since I finished chemo, they prepared me that my immune system might be compromised for two to five years. Mm. My immune system within six weeks was back within normal ranges, and I have not been immune compromised. In addition, I have not caught a cold or flu or anything in the last five years. And when COVID came around, I only discovered that if I followed CDC guidelines, of course, I was, you know, quarantined like everyone else. Mm -hmm. And then when the quarantine was over, then I cautiously go out in public with a mask and keeping distancing and these type of things. But if I do that and reduce my exposure, Mm. I can also come at it from another angle and I can do these same things, hydrating, exercise, a good diet filled with high dense nutrients. And if I do these things, that I'm building my immune system, so I'm fighting COVID from two different angles, lessening my exposure, following those CDC guidelines, and then I'm doing things to build my immune system, so I have lessened my susceptibility to COVID-19. And this is something that people can use, because if you are going to hydrate properly, from the moment that day you start hydrating properly, your immune system is going to work as God intended. It's almost an immediate result. And if you get deep sleep at night, that's when your body detoxes and rebuilds itself and restores itself. And if a COVID germ comes in through your mouth, okay, Mm -hmm. then it's likely that even your gut, if your gut is healthy because you eat the right foods, your gut can take care of it. If it goes into your sinuses, there is a lining in your sinuses in your respiratory tract that is actually a barrier against disease, and that barrier might in and of itself take care of it. So there's just so many things we can do, like exercising builds your B and T cells, which is part of your immune system. So instead of you know, this pandemic where everyone stayed in their home, we never stayed in the home. We stayed away from people, but my husband and I were walking every single day. There you go. And that's, that is so impactful, I think, especially in times like these, that we need to hear more about building up the immunity, building up the immune system, because you can build your immune system up so much to the point that if any virus or germ, you do come in contact with it, your immune system will be so strengthened that as you shared, Jenny, that you won't be uh, susceptible to getting, whether it's the flus, the colds, because your body is strengthened, your immune system has been strengthened through practicing what you've been practicing on a daily, daily basis. 
It's very, very powerful. Just the fact that God created our body to work in a certain way, and we need to make sure that we're not suppressing it with our lifestyle habits. And I was doing a lot of things that suppressed my immune system. I mentioned the emotions. Another thing I learned was that I was allowing toxic chemicals to build up in my body. And when you have a lot of toxic chemicals that build up in your body and your toxic bucket is so full that your immune system can suffer. So that was another clear indication of something that helped to cause my cancer. It's not usually one thing that causes cancer unless you happen to be at Chernobyl when it blew. So it's usually multifactorial. So I found several things that I definitely needed to improve. And since I realized what helped to cause my cancer and what I needed to do to keep my immune system working properly, as I said, I've just not had the, it's not that I can't get sick. It's that I'm just not as susceptible Mm -hmm. to catch everything that's coming around because I've got my immune system working as God intended. Amen. And and again, I think that in times like these, it's so crucial. And as you shared, it's just not one thing that helps to ward off, you know, the sickness or the disease, whether it's cancer, whether it's COVID-19. Through the lifestyle changes, through the exercising, through properly hydrating, getting good sound rest, um, as you shared, Jenny. Can you talk a little bit about how nutrition played a role in your healing as well? It certainly did play a very powerful role because I discovered that there are foods that prevent cancer and there are foods that feed cancer. When you look at the chemical profile of a blueberry, Mm. cruciferous vegetables, certain herbs, garlic, all of these have disease-fighting chemicals. And it's just amazing because God tells us in Genesis one twenty nine, after he created Adam and Eve, and he says, you know, these foods from these trees and plants, this is what I give to you as food. Yes. And then thousands of years later, scientists can now give us the chemical profile in each one of those fruits and vegetables and nuts, seeds and herbs, and they all have immune building and cancer fighting chemicals in them. Mm -hmm. And one of the greatest ones is blueberries and cruciferous vegetables. Cruciferous vegetables are very powerful at lowering estrogen load and just fighting cancer in general and I now have one to two servings a day Mm -hmm. just because of what they can do to prevent breast cancer for me I don't want it coming back and Mm -hmm. then I eat I follow the what a lot of doctors have talked about for your heart and your kidneys and your lungs and anti-cancer and to build the immune system that is a cup of blueberries every single day i just blend it into my smoothie Mm -hmm. and so those are just some of the foods that help prevent cancer and disease in the first place and then we've got junk and highly processed foods and foods high in sugar additives preservatives and residue from pesticides which were found high in my body Mm. and then any food that you have a reaction to you might be eating a health food 
and it reacts in your body when it doesn't in everybody else's. So it's important to know if you're reacting to any foods. But if we nurture our body with good foods and nurture our gut, as I said before, that gut lining is important to preventing disease. And 70% of our immune system is located in that gut lining. Yes, absolutely. You've just shared so many powerful things on today, Jenny. And so for those of our listeners who are out there today, whether it's you or whether it's someone that you know who is um, being impacted by health challenges, she is providing sound wisdom, not only from personal experience, but God is blessed her to be able to write a book. And so Jenny, for those who are listening, if they want to be able to work with you, if they want to be able to just connect with you, where can they find you out on the web? Okay, if they go to www.jennygiinnybrantbrantbrant.com, then I have a cancer prevention and wellness blog where I post weekly. And I want to point this out too. My book is written with over 300 medical footnotes, but it's also written with commentary by a practicing oncologist who's giving his point of view. If you do what Jenny's saying here, this is how it's going to help me as your oncologist or to prevent cancer in general. Mm. So it's very well researched and it is very sound advice. I don't pull rabbits out of hats. If I say something, there's a medical research uh, or a famous doctor or someone saying it or I wouldn't be saying it, you know. And so it's just connecting the dots between how our body was created by God with this wonderful, amazing immune system created to heal. And the lifestyle changes that we can put in place that allows it to work as God intended. This has been so, so powerful, Jenny. It has truly been an absolute blessing, a pleasure to host you on the show today. I know that those who are listening will definitely take away um, so many truths that you've shared so that we can get in the preventative mode to help to beat whether it's cancer, COVID-19, so that we can live those healthy, abundant lives that God has always intended for us to live. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. And again, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. For speaking engagements, health tips, and total health education and inspiration, visit rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, Rock Your World Naturally, and on Twitter, Rock Your World 28.